0: Let's go a little life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast as usual. I'm your host, that's the Diddy NFL on the Twitter box. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers on all socials. And it's the quick snap for you, babe, because oh, yeah, right. Uh, quick snaps, we're going to get into the bears. Before that, a massive announcement. I kind of flirted with you, um, on an earlier podcast to say that there was an announcement coming, I was going to do something with the pro shop, and that's been released now. So, you can now get a cheese head in the UK, and you can get it in the UK for less than half the price. So, what we've done is we've teamed up with the pro shop, they gave us the opportunity to be able to pre order. And collect that pre-order in London either the day before or they'll also deliver them to our watch parties as well. Which is unbelievable. Absolutely incredible. So cheese heads, even when you go to the States, are a bit of a pain in the arse. Because they're big and foamy and they take up a lot of space. And usually you're cramming your suitcase full of other stuff you got in the pro shop. So an awful lot of people forego the cheesehead. The cheesehead, as Cheesehead TV... You know, they call the Packers the Cheeseheads, uh, Ralph Bruno, all of that story about the Cheeseheads. Fascinating. The guy carved out a wedge of foam from his mother's couch, went to a game, and it's grown into a multi-million dollar a year company, which is incredible. But it's iconic to do with the Packers. And we get inundated requests of people wanting to get them because what here's the, how it goes. Uh, you, you see Cheeseheads, you can't get them over here. You go onto the pro shop or another site. You add them to your basket and you're like, oh, cool. They're only like 30, 35 euro. That's great. I can get it over here. Tenor postage. Brilliant. And then you put it in your basket. You go to the checkout. It's 80 euro. And I'm not lying um, because you can see it all over the socials. 80 quid for postage to get it here. Plus another 30 quid for taxes. So I tried to order one. Uh, a couple of days ago just to see what the price was and it was €145.79 so whatever that is in UK pounds is colossal Uh, so instead of that they're offering them to us to pre-order and you can pick them up at the free Pep Rally in Belushi so it's not as if you have to pay to get into the Pep Rally and get your cheese head you pre-order it on our website uh, you put down an option so you can either go to Belushi's in the Pep Rally and you can collect it from half 11 till 3 in the day the day before which is the saturday the 8th and then on the 9th then you can also pick it up um at one of our watch parties so either the uh, bloomsbury lanes which is the second watch party or the first one which is the hippodrome so it's pretty incredible value it means 60 euro instead of 145 is shocking that's 52 pounds and it's this moment that people look at the cheeses and go oh my god like that's pretty expensive but if you're not planning on going to green bay That's an absolute wild price. It's 85 euros worth of savings, which is whatever that is, 60-something pounds in a saving to get it. And I'm very excited about it and to be able to offer it to you lads and ladies uh, to get your own cheese head because I think every Packers fan has to have a cheese head. And they're, I mean, first off, my kids go around the house throwing it at each other, which is great. Uh, They're basically indestructible. Um, You know, You can use it as a flotation device. You can turn it upside down and put snacks in it. Um, A couple of the lads have got teeth marks bitten out of theirs. I mean, there's probably some kink in there, but I'm not going to ask. But yeah, look, I'm excited about it. Also, the watch party number two is also available to book. So the Hippodrome sold out in about a day and a half, two days. Um, And I have another one in Bloomsbury Lane. So we have it completely booked out. They were looking for 10 grand to book this venue so instead of that we were able to move it to a ticketed event so you can get them for seven quid and you get your free point when you go in it's also family friendly so you can bring the whole family bring the kids and if they're not interested in the game we actually have bowling lanes in bloomsbury lanes that are completely booked out for us and so you can go and have a game of bowls they've london's largest pizza they serve savage food in there Uh, There's loads of spots to watch the game. It's not just one place. There's two projector screens and also TVs dotted around the place. There's even private rooms that you can sort of head into with your mates. Um, Again, free reign, first come, first served, get in there and watch the game. And it's going to be an absolute blast. So the Hippodrome is over 18s and Bloomsbury Lanes, which is sold out. And then Bloomsbury Lanes is for all the family. Now that's half sold out at the minute for Bloomsbury Lanes. There's about 100 tickets left uh so i would advise getting on that nice and early so if you want to be in london you want to experience the event and there's a lot of americans and stuff going so it's going to be wild uh well then what you can do is is come along to bloomsbury lanes and i'll be going between the two and i'm going to try to do raffles and giveaways and stuff like that on the day too so it's going to be an absolute blast so i'm not actually going to the game and on top of that i gave away my game ticket that i bought by the way um And Oscar Smith won that one. Uh, but because it was such a demand for it, what I've done is, is I went out and sourced two extra tickets um, and I'm going to give them away in the Patreon draw as well. So that's patreon.com forward slash UK Packers and you can get in there. And the first and second prize is going to be a single games ticket uh, to see the Packers in London. And they're like gold dust at the minute. And they retail for about 400 quid now on the reselling sites. So, you know, the reason for the Patreon is, is that A... If you like what I do, like what we do here and want to support us, it's absolutely great. Uh, you get yourself a free T-shirt as well. And you also, you're also in with a chance every single month to win signed merch, which is full-sized helmets. And I have a merch unboxing video coming really soon once new products uh, land on this side of the shores. So it's a great way to get your hands on merch to so support us here. Get your free T-shirt. And now it's sort of, it's an extra barrier to stop people from. Because look, if you do a thing of like a fiver entry, which I know is probably going to be more popular you have, you know, all these scalpers joining. They win the ticket and then they try flog it for 400 quid. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. I think you'll only go to the trouble of getting on the Patreon if you like what we do. Plus, uh, you know, you, it's it's like writing a CV or a cover letter, I guess, for a job. It's a little bit extra to make sure that, you know, I can give back to you guys that do support uh, the group. But anyway, let's get on to quick snaps and the bears here. An awful lot of the coverage that I saw when it comes to this game is the Packers lost against the Vikings. That was a divisional game. This is also a divisional game, so the Packers will be up for it and they have to win. Your will to win or your will to have anything does have no, does have, for Irish, has no bearing on your ability and what you're able to do. Yes, you know, motivation and all this type of stuff and willpower and all, but if the game goes sideways or in the Bears' Uh, sense of things if you need to bring a swimming ring and a yacht and a kayak to actually play the game because their pitch is absolute pants and waterlogged and everything else there's a lot of conditions that go into it you know I mean Aaron Rodgers put the ball on the money and that's not a, a you know an overzealous criticism of, of Christian Watson he put the ball on the money in the first play of the game sure 75 yard uh, debut first catch touchdown stuff that dreams are made of and he just didn't come away with it. and so you can and we saw this an awful lot with Dom Caper's defence, dare I say, is that the players were put in a position to make a play, but their fundamentals let them down. So with that being said, the Bears suck. Okay? They they're absolute pants. And there's a few keys to beating the Bears. One is showing up on Sunday, and the other one is is look, Justin Fields, and I know he gets an awful lot of flack and you know we like to slag off the Bears and the Bears. I mean, it, it's science that they suck. But the thing about Justin Fields is he is mobile. The Packers have star- historically have not done very well against mobile quarterbacks. Arguably, it's why we got panned by Colin Kaepernick so much, and you know all these other mobile quarterbacks that we went out and tried to get this sort of hybrid DB packages that we're putting in there to stop the quarterback from getting outside, because that's the nude style of quarterback. So Justin Fields. He can be very inconsistent if you look at his numbers, and they won against the Niners last week, which makes this game, and dare I say it, a must-win game in week two, goddammit. But, you know, you don't want to really lose two games on the trot. It's not really done in the Matt LaFleur era that he comes in. He usually corrects the ship in a certain way, but again, that's overhyped too, isn't it really? Um, I would like to think it's because he's adept at taking the mistakes that he sees, examining the tape and getting everybody in order. Or if it is a brain fart moment from the, the Packers, which we did see. The defensive game plan was pants. Uh, You know, individual performances weren't great. Uh, Aaron Rodgers himself, and I love the way, and it's not a criticism because there's an awful lot of really, really good analysis out there, but now it seems really popular for people to dive onto the all twenty two screenshot one play and go, Aaron Rodgers is missing everything. And we saw this influx and this become popular when Aaron Rodgers, dare I say, had his down year. Um, and McCarthy ended up getting kicked out the door and everything else. So, you know, we were in Green Bay and you could see it. You could see him missing people, but it was very popular for, you know, the screenshot artists to get out there and just screenshot some stuff and put it out. Now, it doesn't look great. And if anything, it's a good thing because it shows that Aaron Rodgers wasn't really in his rhythm. Um, he doesn't really know who to trust and who to go to and he was under an awful lot of pressure when I mean, the O-line was crumbling all the time on the right side and we, you know, it's still up in the air as to what type of O-line that we're going to get there was a bad video and I don't like to sort of throw fuel on the fire as such and that's why I didn't really retweet it but there's one of uh, David Bakhtiari out of practice and it looks like he's in a lot of discomfort and there's people saying that he's limping coming off the field, I didn't want to push that narrative because you really don't know what's going on there but one thing is for sure He's still carrying that injury. He's still sort of day-to-day. The coaching staff are keeping mum about it all. So we don't know in what capacity we're going to get him back. They seem to be putting him onto this Paul McGrath-style training thing. And if anybody doesn't know that reference, there was a footballer for uh, the Republic of Ireland. um, And also he played for Aston Villa and everything else. But uh, he always had these really bad knee injuries. And so he he couldn't even... Uh, practice so what he do is he most of the time wouldn't show up for practice not out of laziness because his body was so beaten up and then he'd play game day and it'd be absolutely incredible now with a man the size of Bakhtiari with the injury that he got and how much weight he has to carry and then all of that load that gets put on him by the defensive players particularly in the position he's in It really doesn't look great. But we heard that he was practicing, that Elton Jenkins was out practicing and also that Alan Lazard was out practicing as well. Now puts him down as limited. So does that mean that they'll be playing game day? Absolutely not. I would reckon that the Packers would try to get by with what they have potentially and get these offensive line players back. Uh, They're never really going to be full strength and no player is. The minute you play week one, you're injured by and large uh so you know you think that if they can do without it for now build up as much strength as they can before they go throwing them into the mire and we've seen it i mean they brought back tiari out for that lions game um at the end of the season and he played a good game sort of limited snaps and then all of a sudden he was gone again uh, for the playoffs and everything else so what do the packers need to improve on well is lazard going to be out there if he is under what capacity he got stepped on so if he's carrying an injury, you know, we're kind of stacked at wide receiver. Now, you might scoff at that. Of course, you will Um, over the last game and the, the dismal display. But remember, Devontae Adams was on the sideline uh, for that Saints game last year. So we can have all the firepower you like. But if you're not clicking, you're not clicking. So, you know, let's see. Will they give them a run out? The other thing I wanted to kind of address actually was Aaron Rodgers comments on Amari Rodgers. So the journalists ask him, you know, what place do you see for him in this offense and he said well he's returning for us right now that's all i have to say on that topic it sounded frosty i'll give it that and as the body language expert you look at that thing and you go mm, what's that about but someone hit the nail on the head i forget the name now but it's my sentiment as well i think it's look the packers have an awful lot going on at wide receiver sammy watson is seen as the veteran there christian watson is you know ripping the top off uh defenses and you know just a lot of stuff going on there as well aaron jones and aj dillon very accomplished pass catchers i don't think we're short on people who can potentially catch passes and then with alan nazard coming back so amari rogers and there's a massive focus on special teams he's been given the job you're returning now that's that's your main focus and they're going to put starters on there to try up this unit and we didn't see major brain fart moments in the Vikings game on special teams, which was a surprise because we saw it on offense and defense. And usually special teams was always the scapegoat. So I think all he's saying there is like, why try to go down that road about, you know, let's try work with the receivers and the rookies that we have, the Romeo Dubs, the Christian Watsons, you know, let's get Sammy Watkins into the game more. Let's get Aaron Jones more touches and more catches. And now you're asking me about Amari Rogers, who's been specifically tasked with being the return guy. He's not really in the game plan. Um, And I think that's the way I certainly took it. But of course, you know, it gets out there in the media, stuff gets sound bites, and people roll with it. I can see how it looks frosty, but my opinion. And again, I haven't been an Aaron Rodgers homer. I've called out how I saw it with various stuff that went on in the past. I just think that's probably a mountain of a molehill storm in a teacup stuff. And I don't think there's that really to worry about there. Do I think the Packers can beat the Bears? Yes, I do. Uh, because we're at home in Lambeau Field, if you look at, and you can't really extrapolate the result of this game based on past games as such, but the defensive unit can only be better this week. There's no Justin Jefferson-style player uh, with the Bears, although they do have a wide receiver core who can get up over a 1,000 yards. Justin Fields is mobile, can be dangerous, but I feel that we have the players to be able to contain a mobile quarterback as well. Not that that was particularly tested against Kirk Cousins, but remember, last year, uh, Kirk Cousins ran all over us, and it was because, you know, we were too worried about the pass and everything else. So, can they contain him? Yeah, I think they can. Can we get pressure up front? Yes. Quay Walker, who got a shoulder injury, um, is just played absolutely lights out in the last game. You know, he's not going to play that way if you put him up against Justin Jefferson, for God's sake. But his he's, he's sideline-to-sideline side speed is ridiculous. A perfect player uh, to play alongside Devondre Campbell to try shut down the run, especially mobile quarterback stuff. And again, the running backs are not of the calibre that we would have faced with the Vikings Uh, And I say that with a caveat because, you know, they still have some damn good players there. So we have the firepower on defense to potentially uh, shut down the Bears as long as we can keep Justin Fields contained. If you look at his stats against the Niners, we're pretty poor. Now, whether you can... Use that as an indicative marker. I don't know because of the conditions with it being so wet on the field and everything else. Does that impact and impede his game that he's not going to be so mobile because he's literally, you know, trying to pick his feet up out of mud? Uh, who knows? But one thing's for for sure, and I think this is probably the expectation, is that Aaron Rodgers said he didn't want to rebuild and it isn't a rebuild. He has experienced players like Randall Cobb, who has sure hands. He has Bobby Tunyon, uh, who has sure hands. He has Sammy Watkins, who they want to get the ball to more. And they were talking all this hype in the preseason, how he's going to be a major part of this offense. If Lazard is back, you know, the kid has a way of getting open. And yes, the screenshot artists did show an awful lot of occasions where the wide receivers were open. So at least they're getting separation. That was always the problem with the Packers in days gone past. Even when we had White Lightning, and Randall Cobb and they were both trying to top that thousand yard season together in tandem which was incredible but the problem was is that the Packers receivers could not get separation they would play man coverage against us and there was nothing that we could do they play that now at their peril but one thing's for sure we do need to lean into the run an awful lot more if you have a running back that's averaging almost 10 yards per carry which is ludicrous stuff well then you want to get him the ball more and the Packers coaching staff has said as much so, do I expect to win? Of course. Did I expect that last week? I did. But week one is always ropey, and like I'll say, the Bears have sucked badly in seasons, but they've come in, in fairness to them, um, and they've panned us for, uh, dare I say his name now, Brett Favre and his jersey retirement. So it really doesn't matter about current form. These are still grudge matches. And again, there's an article that came out about Lucas Patrick and how he's after bringing a new sort of fun culture to the Bears locker room. Does that mean anything? Probably not. But still, he's bringing that edge there and he is kind of an edgy guy. So it looks like the Bears have nice stuff going in their locker room. They're off a win and they were heavily underdogged, if that's a thing, uh, to the Niners. And they came away with the win. So the Packers are kind of on the back foot here. But we're at home. We should be the superior team. You know, we've fell down a, the power rankings, but after week one, you know, you're having a bit of a laugh. So, anyway, look, go pack, go. Let's get this win for the Bears. And London is approaching. You can pre order your cheese head, collect it at the pep rally in Belushi's, uh, which starts, you know, early. You can collect it from half 11 up until 3 o'clock. And to be honest with you, probably after. If you count it out, you're coming to the watch party, pre order your cheese head. And when you arrive at the venue, it's going to be sitting there. With your name on it. You cannot go to Belushi's and you can't go to the watch parties and buy it there. It has to be pre ordered and your name has to be on it and then it will be dispensed to you when you go. So get onto the website and you'll be happy to know is that the functionality on the website now not only accepts PayPal, you have Apple Pay, you have all of the uh, debit and credit cards and stuff like that as well. So we cranked that out uh, before the pre order came down. So you should be all set. So, anyway, any questions? Don't uh, hesitate to contact me at stddnfl or hit me up on the DMs on any of the UK Packers socials and I'm very, very excited to meet you all in London. I won't be at the game. I've given away my game tickets. I'm raffling off another two on Patreon, but I will be at the watch parties and I'll be hanging out in the Hippodrome as well after you all come back and we're going to have a massive uh, clink of beers, let's say. I won't uh, swear there. And there'll be an awful lot of famous faces knocking around. We're speaking with uh, some nice personalities that are going to be coming over for the game. So it should be an all-star cast. But I want to see you in person and I'm very excited. This is the moment we'll be waiting for, folks. It was bringing people to lambo and it was bringing lambo to us and now we're gonna go and complete that bingo card but anyway uh it's a late one it's a late one on sunday so we'll be on the socials on monday morning um and thanks for rocking with us and we'll be back to break down that win against the bears go pack go on tuesday talk to you then